The Israel Report with Rolene Marks. It's time once again to catch up on what's happening in the Holy Land. Joining us now on the line, our correspondent from Israel, Rolene Marks. Rolene, good afternoon. As always, thanks for joining us. Great to have you on board. Great to be here. Very, very tense uh, 24 hours here in Israel. I just have a, a statement that's coming from the Prime Minister's office, which I will read to you in a second, but uh, uh, as we came on air yesterday, I broke the news of the horrific terror attack in the Yishuv of Eli in northern Judea and Samaria yesterday, which saw four Israeli civilians murdered. Uh, they have been laid to rest. Their names were Harel Masoud, Ofe Feynman, Elisha Antman and Nachman Mordov. The youngest, Nachman, was only 17. They were brutally murdered at a petrol station uh, which had a restaurant called Humus Eliyahu when a Hamas gunman walked in and opened fire. There were two terrorists responsible. Both have been eliminated. Um, uh, Hamas saying that this was in response to the counter-terror operation in Jenin, which was held on Monday. Now, there have been reactions to this uh, last night. Unfortunately, vigilantes took to the streets and burnt Palestinian cars and buildings. The IDF a short while ago have condemned it. Uh, they tried to stop vigilantes from setting fire and their statement says as follows Israeli citizens set fire to Palestinian property a short time ago in Turmus Aya security forces entered the town to put out the fires, prevent friction and collect evidence Um, the IDF condemns these serious incidents of violence and destruction of property events of this type prevent the IDF and the security forces from focusing on their main mission, protecting the security of the citizens of the state of Israel and preventing terror. Now, we've also had clashes on the Golan as well, as uh, Druze have clashed with police due to the uh, building of wind turbines. The Prime Minister has met with uh, sheikhs from the Druze community to try and uh, quell the, the tension. But just moments ago, a statement coming in from Prime Minister Netanyahu's office where he says these there are days where we must state what is self-evident. The state of Israel is a nation of laws. All citizens of Israel are obligated to obey the law. We will not allow disturbances either on the Golan Heights or in Judea and Samaria. I'll give full backing to the Israeli police and the security forces in their efforts to maintain law and order. We will not accept any provocations to the police or the security forces in these places or anywhere else. We are a nation of laws. Now, this comes um, uh, while there are demands by uh, certain elements within the government for a widespread retaliation. Uh, to date, since the beginning of the year, 28 Israeli civilians have been killed as a result of terror attacks. Now, uh, of course, we've had the inevitable responses from around the world in condemnation. However, the U.S. ambassador to, to Israel, Thomas Knights, um, 
uh, his condemnation yesterday drew a lot of flack. He compared the uh, violence, uh, the, the terror attack yesterday in Eli. He says uh, whether it's violence in uh, Eli or in Jenin, and many saw it as trying to draw a moral equivalent uh, between a counter-terror operation and a terrorist attack. Uh, he has uh, stated that uh, you know he condemns the, the terror attack, so facing a lot of. Uh, Flag there, the U.S. State Department unequivocally condemning yesterday's terror attack in uh, Eni. The Prime Minister and his security officials held a briefing last night. What is very interesting is that for the third time now, Itamar Ben-Gavir, the National Security Minister, has been excluded. He is seen as untrustworthy. Uh, he has demanded to be included and to get uh, security briefings. Um, a member of his party, who's a, a member of Knesset, has threatened to quit the coalition should Itamar Ben-Gavir not be included. But uh, security officials responded by saying, we will not be taking uh, his advice and demands in Gaza, and we will not be taking his advice and demands with regards to Eli as well. It certainly looks like uh, we're not going to be, uh, well, we're going to be continuing with the story definitely tomorrow, and it seems for quite a while, Rolene. We're going to have to put that aside for now, and let's move on to these 27 countries condemning a farce of a UN probe. What's happening there? Well, you and I have spoken extensively mm. about the United mm. Nations and their various biases against the State of Israel. Now, for months I've been speaking about the United mm. Nations Human Rights Council, their commission of inquiry with their open-ended mandate to uh, allegedly investigate the reasons around the conflict their open-ended uh, mandate or report has focused what they call war crimes and crimes of uh, apartheid. Yesterday was the formal hearing in the UNHRC in Geneva. Now, the three commissioners, uh, Navi Pillay, Milun Kotari, and Chris Sadati, all have a long history of anti-Semitic comments. We've got Navi Pillay, who has made comments as, uh, supporting BDS, supporting uh, terrorist lay Khaled. We have Milun Kotari saying that Jews control social media. That goes back to that old uh, protocols of the elders of Zion. Jews control the world. Uh, and Avar, we should control everything. We would get better media coverage, everybody. And Chris Sadati, who says Jews throw the accusation of anti-Semitism around like confetti at a wedding. So these three luminaries were tasked with the investigation. Of course we know that uh, the, the investigation is only going to go one way. Oh. So yesterday, led by the U.S. Ambassador to the United Nations Human Rights Council, Michelle Taylor, uh, with the, the State of Israel and 27 countries, and I'm glad to report some African countries, uh, Chad, Eswatini, Togo, 
uh, and a few others were amongst those countries condemning it, saying that it is a, there is a disproportionate focus on the state of Israel. There is an extreme bias uh, on the state of Israel. Uh, I'll read to you a little bit um, from Ambassador Taylor's statement. She says, we equivocally condemn anti-Semitism and anti-Israel bias and call on all UN members to do the same. Regrettably, we are concerned that the Commission of Inquiry will further contribute to the polarization of a situation about which so many of us are concerned. And um, other countries like Canada, the United Kingdom, who is proving to be uh, a stronger ally uh, daily, uh, all stood with Israel as well. You know, Ronin, it's crazy to think, how can uh, a panel, this Palais inquiry consisting of so many people being anti-bi, well, biased against uh, Israel, can be tossed with coming up with this uh, probe in the first place. But okay, that's for another discussion. You know, it just boggles the mind as to how they could have elected such a commission in the first place. We don't have much time left, Ronin. Let's look at the dream doctors. Now, I had to check this out. Israel's medical clowns to assist IDF in disaster zones. Have I got that terminology correct? That definition you have correct? got it absolutely correct. <laughs> I, as I said, uh, I had to many, double check on that. Many of you will know that Israel has a, a, an incredible project where we have uh, uh, medical clowns. These are volunteers, some are okay. medical professionals. They dress up as clowns, and the whole reason around this is it, it helps, especially children, build their resilience muscle or when it comes to uh, trauma, uh, medical issues. They're often seen in um, oncology wards, children's oncology wards, encouraging the children who are scared of chemotherapy and various other treatments. Uh, and they have been extremely successful. Now they want to flex the their muscles and accompany the IDF when the IDF uh, search and rescue and our lead forces go into disaster areas. As we know, Israel is one of the first countries, if not the first country, to respond to disasters, natural or otherwise. You know, unfortunately, uh, circumstances that we live in have made us experts in this field, and they want to bring their skills uh, to disaster zones to help, especially children, right. help uh, cope with PTSD, with uh, various traumas. Uh, and with various issues that they may face in disaster zones. And they're going to be doing this through the Dream Doctors Project. So just a, a, another extraordinary, innovative, lateral, out-of-the-box way of doing things from Israel. Well, I guess one learns something every day. Israel's medical clowns. Roland, we're going to have to leave it there. Thanks so much for joining us and giving us uh, an update on what's happening in Israel right now. Roland Marks, our correspondent from Israel.